Good morning, everybody. <coughs> we are, um, we're very glad to be home after what's been a really busy month of um, serving Jesus right across Australia, Vineyard Australia, and then also into, uh, into New Zealand as well. But we always love coming home because um, there is no place like home. And uh, firstly, though, um, I might just get the PowerPoint up if I could. Thanks, Bo. Um, firstly, though, Nicole and I, we wanted to say um, thank you. Um, Scott's already uh, thanked everyone for serving the way that you guys do so regularly, so beautifully, so spirit-led. Um, we also want to just get on the back of that thank you and, and double down on that. Um, one of the things that... One of the things that comes with part of our role that the Lord has us doing both locally, nationally and globally is that sometimes it feels like, um, well, the reality is that our local church often has to carry some of the, um, the weight of that and the reality of that, even though it's us tearing around the world and partnering with what Jesus is doing, it's you guys here at home that are continuing to serve and follow and love Jesus and love people and love each other uh, that just continues to just go. And we want to say thank you for the way that you go about doing that here at PRV. We love this church. We love the way you guys go about doing that. And so we want to say thank you first and foremostly this morning for that. Um, one of the, re- the other realities also with that is that while, while we're your local church senior pastors, it's like you have to share us all the time. You have to share us with a wider group of people. And we just want to say thank you for the posture of your willingness to share us with others. And we trust that the Lord will continue to raise and release great pastoral leadership through this church to be able to be more than adequately engaged in serving what Christ is doing in your life. And so thank you for your generosity towards the Lord for sharing us. It's, we just want to highlight that and say that is seen and known, and we want to say thank you for that. Um, for those of you who may um, have only been here at Pine Rivers Vineyard a little, this morning uh, we just want to give you a little bit of an update on uh, what Nick and I have been up to the last six months. But, um, but if, you, if you don't have an understanding of who we are, just, i just quickly put you in the picture. Nick and I, we're local church pastors through and through. We love local church. We plant local churches. We raise and release other pastors to do local church. That's our heart. That's our love. And in the midst of that, so we, we serve here as um, local church pastors. And yet we also, by, you know, by God's good idea, we also serve at a national level for Vineyard Churches Australia, which means we help serve and oversee 20 other churches around Australia and planting more. And so part of our life is spent on a national conversation. And so that means we have to help serve, raise and release um, leaders, church planters, and so forth, all across the country. And so we do these national things all the time as well. And so in reality, we have 
you know, we get paid by Pine River's Vineyard to do a couple of days a week work here. Nicole gets paid two and a half days a week to serve here. I get paid two days a week to serve here. And then I get paid three days a week to serve nationally Vineyard Australia and Nicole gets paid two days as well to serve nationally. And so while we, we have these two part-time jobs each, reality is we have two full-time jobs each. <laughs> and and that's, that's the reality of it. And, and then by because we belong to this family of churches that's exploding all over the world and church planting all over the world, Nicole and I are also involved in helping to work with other national directors from other nations all over the world. Like, for example, on Thursday night, we spent about two and a half hours on a Skype call with some people in another country, helping them with processing some of the decisions they have to make for their nation of churches. And so we, we spend our life locally, nationally, and globally um, following Jesus, and that's how we do this thing. And, but it's, for those of you who are just joining us in the journey that Jesus has us on as a local church, hopefully that might help put you in the picture a little bit as to how it's all connected. And that's why you'll see in the little run sheet down on the side there, you'll see, oh, Kirk's away at this, Nick's over there doing that, they're here this week, they're over there that week. So that, that will help explain some of this. And so um, we're very excited, though, that the Lord thinks that Pine River's Vineyard is a group of followers of Jesus who are more than able to serve what he wants to do through us together that has impact nationally and through us together impact globally. And so we just want to say, if you're new, welcome to the ride. If you've been with us for a while now, it's, you go past the water station, grab another drink, and we'll, we'll go another lap, all right? <laughs> we'll just keep going with this thing. It's great stuff. So this morning, Nick and I just want to spend a little bit of time sharing with you a few of the things that, um, you know, we've been involved in over the last couple of weeks and help uh, share that with you and invite you into some more of that. So um, I'm going to hand over to Nick. Well, as Kirk said, it's so great to be back home here with you all. Three, missing three Sundays is far too long in my books and we work really hard with our schedule to try not to do that but sometimes it just falls into that pattern. So <clears throat> my heart is full to be here today with you all and I'm really glad that you're here. Um, we wanted to just talk a little bit about um, National Conference and our time at the National Conference in New Zealand. Uh, last Sunday, Scott and Belle and the team did an amazing job. I just heard the most amazing stories um, and I want to listen to the podcast um, from last Sunday, just giving you conference highlights. And I love that people got to share their story of what the Lord's doing through them and in them and what they experienced of God uh, by going and um, listening to the National Conference. Um, the National Conference is our one of our few gatherings where um, we can all go as family. It's not designed for leaders and pastors. It's designed for anybody who attends a vineyard church or doesn't attend a vineyard church. You know, we're about doing 
church as family. And so for me, it was just an amazing time of the family of God coming together um, and worshipping him together and sharing in the same story just for a brief period of time and walking with God together. So um, we held two conferences, an A and a B, which I'm not sure if we fully explained that before why we did that. Part of the reason was we wanted to hold our conference in a local vineyard church. Uh, Sydney is a fairly central point of Australia because we're such a huge nation geographically and we're coastal period people, sorry. So we live all the way around the coast. So Sydney was fairly central. And the venue seats 250 people. So we anticipated that we would get more people than one conference. So we decided that we would do one one weekend, one the next weekend, which proved to be very fruitful because we saw um, at least 400 people attend uh, together, added together both conferences. And it gave people a choice. If they couldn't make one because they had something on that weekend, that they could attend the other one. So we found that um, to really be the Lord's wisdom, even though it doubled the workload, um, it was incredibly fruitful to have, you know, the opportunity to give as many people that could make it the ability to come and be part of it. Um, so a conference, I might repeat what was said last week, so uh, bear with me. Um, main session, we had main, four main sessions. Kirk and I spoke um, at the opening uh, session and we talked about the kingdom quest. What's our mission with Jesus? Luke 4, 18. And Kirk will share a little bit more on that. Um, we had Greg Trainer. He's a, a senior pastor of a vineyard in Sydney. He spoke on um, being a the Spirit, Holy Spirit on all flesh, all people. What does that mean when the Spirit is for all people? And he incorporated ministry times throughout his talk rather than the end, which was incredibly powerful to just see the Spirit move um, at each point of what the Lord was saying to him and wanted to convey to his people uh, through that message. And then we had invited Putty Putman um, that had come last year for our conference back again and he talked on two main sessions in the evenings. Um, he talked about building fireplaces in our churches, which is cultivating the Holy Spirit, cultivating the work of the Holy Spirit within our local communities and cultivating it personally within ourselves in our local church and then in our local community and nationally. So not just in the four walls of this building, but cultivating the work of the Holy Spirit, following Jesus out in the world. Um, to create space, a plan to help people know and encounter the Holy Spirit. And then the second session was being a spirit-sent people. What does that look like to be a sent community of believers to the community? How does the Holy Spirit change the communities in which we find ourselves in? Okay. Um, TED Talks. These were my favourite bits. So we did TED-style talks. 
Um, usually they're 17, 16 or 17 minutes long. We made them speak in 10 minutes. And that was incredibly difficult. But do you know what? It was so powerful because they had to convey the message that the Spirit wanted them to bring with as probably as fewer words as possible. But they found that you could say a lot in 10 minutes. And we put up this timer on a television screen and um, it was ticking down so everybody in the room could see that. Uh, but we weren't brutal. In, uh, at other conferences we've seen, they actually turn the microphone off at 10 minutes when the time is finished. We weren't quite as brutal as that. We let them go a little bit longer. But for me, I found that incredibly um, powerful in seeing uh, we ended up having over the two conferences 16 different speakers do the TED Talks. And for me, it was just a great time of uh, seeing people step up into what God's called them into, share their story of the Holy Spirit working in their lives, because I, I find stories are the most powerful things, hearing what God's doing with that person, because he's got a story for every single person. It's not just at all leaders and pastors. We are a body together. And so God is speaking just as powerfully to everybody in this church and in the wider community of God. So it was clear they had put in a lot of effort and thought in sharing their hearts and stories. And I just found it incredibly enriching, enriching and encouraging. And I really felt like there was such a sense of anticipation in the room and excitement. They were on in the afternoon, which the after, any afternoon session as a conference after lunch when everybody's got full tummies, you're incredibly sleepy and tired. But for me, I felt there was this anticipation of the Holy Spirit in the room that uh, people were excited about what was God bringing to them and what was he going to do in those sessions. So what did we see? We saw um, the hearts of people being knitted together through a shared story of God. And because the vineyard is everyone gets to play, we just saw so many people praying with each other and caring for each other's needs. We saw the Lord healing bodies and healing lives. Um, I personally went up, there was a word um, from healing uh, for a hamstring. And if you know, you know, I've had back surgery earlier this year and some of the ongoing, um, what's the word, wrestle, side effects of that now is my back is seized up and my hamstring on my right leg is seized up. So I went forward because there was a word for that. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm getting healing today, Lord, with you. That's awesome. Had some great prayer. Um, God didn't heal my hamstring, but he healed my little finger, which is very weird. <laughs> so like God, though, that was clearly what was on his heart that day. I've actually... Um, got the beginnings of arthritis in one of the joints in my finger and it was actually swollen and quite painful. And um, the person who was praying for me ended up wanting to pray for that and I haven't had any pain since. So praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I'm so grateful for that. He does care about every detail, even a little finger. Yeah. 
Um, we saw people re-engage and be lit up again for a full life in Christ, not just a partial life, not just, um, you know, the scraps at the table, but a real full life in Christ. The knowledge of knowing that that's possible for you and also the Spirit's engagement with their heart and their spirit that God reignited hope again that they could live a full life in him. Um, we had just a wonderful team of servant-hearted people from um, the U.S., the, from vineyard churches in the U.S. came and served what the Lord was doing, and they ministered with great love and with the Holy Spirit. Now, we have never met these people before. They are completely foreign to us, even as leaders, um, but they're vineyard family, and it's just a great example of... Um, you know, the wider family, even globally, God stirring their heart to want to come and be part of what God is doing here. And through a shared story of seeing God move, he knitted our hearts together in a way that we never expected. And we certainly Aussie-fied them um, to the point where um, Putty in his last session was preaching in his socks. And you know what happens here, sometimes there's preaching in bare feet or whatever, and it's like he just felt really at home um, that he could be a part of us. We haven't quite got them all eating Vegemite yet, but we'll keep going on that. So all of the sessions, just summing up that part, all of the sessions have been recorded. So hopefully by the end of this month, we'll be advertising them. And um, you, if you want to, you can get online to our website and have a listen um, and hear some just great stories and great teaching from the Lord. Um, in between the two conferences, I don't know if you guys talked about that this little bit last week, um, we did school of what's called School of Kingdom Ministry Leaders Training. Um, that ministry school is uh, going to be here in February 2020. It's growing in discipleship. Great course. Really um, hands-on, able to get a grasp of it, making disciples, growing in the prophetic so we had a few example teaching sessions and then we had a lot of practical activation times uh, where we saw great words of knowledge and really, really strong encouragement that every single person can hear from God for another person. And they put us in places of great, um, like, risk, I suppose you would say, um, where one of the examples was... You had to stand with your back um, and someone came up and tapped you on the shoulder, but you didn't know who they were. You couldn't see them and you had to ask God, what did he want to say to that person right there in that moment? So I would call that a bit of a risky situation. You really have to rely on the Holy Spirit. And it was an incredible learning environment because what we found afterwards when we talked about it more and you dialogued with the person, that what God wanted to say to them actually had lined up with what God was already saying to them in their lives. Or it was a great encouragement to them. So this is really a bit of a shameless plug to say that 
If you want to learn more about how to hear God or you want to grow in the things of the kingdom of God, that is a great ministry opportunity to do that next year. School of Kingdom Ministry. Um, The USA team that came, they were uh, either previous students of that course or they have been, they're leading it in their church. And it's all about being naturally supernatural. It's not anything you put on, it's just who you are in God. So it was a real encouragement. Thanks, Nick. So just to wrap up on the conferences this year, it was a great time. We really want to encourage you. Next year, the National Conference will be back on tour again, so it'll be in five states over three weeks, and so one of them will come through Queensland here, and so September next year, when the details are out, make sure that you'll come and be a part of that because you'll be be local. I think one of the things that really captured my heart as a result of this year's National Conference was we saw the Holy Spirit bring together a family from across the country and really knit our hearts together. It was, you know, some of the great challenges that we have here in Australia is not just our geographical isolation from each other, but because of our geographical isolation, we get um, spiritually isolated from each other and we find it hard to have relationship with each other over long distances. And when God can bring together 400 people in a room like that over a course of a couple of weekends and pour in his spirit, there was such an incredible sense of like, I haven't seen this kind of all moving in the one direction together, pulling in the same direction together with the Holy Spirit. I haven't seen that in such a powerful way for many, many years, like nationally speaking. And so I was really struck by that. I was also struck by the power of the Holy Spirit in the room. Loads of power. And um, I think it was who was it? it was Jules was talking about joy this morning when she was prophesying. And um, it was like there was so much laughter taking place in people's lives. It was like the Holy Spirit said, it's time for some refreshing in your life. you know. And, and the Holy Spirit fell and there were so many people laughing their heads off, rolling around on the floor, laughing their heads off. That would be me. I was laughing my head off. I spent more time on the floor than on my feet at this conference. It's like, where's our leader? Oh, there he is down there. That was kind of my posture for so much of conference this year. It was really great of God to meet me like that and do me over again. So um, just to say that we're very excited about what we see God doing with us as a people across the country in knitting hearts together. And um, I'm looking forward to the unfolding of that story. Uh, there's a few more pictures there of uh, what's been happening of, at conference And um, let me just quickly zip over the page here. Um, Nicole and I, once we'd finished that in Sydney, we had to quickly drive home and then turn around and jump back on a plane and head over to New Zealand for their Vineyard National Conferences over in New Zealand. Now, one of the wonderful things about the the Kiwis over there are that they are just in the season of change and transition where Lloyd and Vicky Rankin, who've been their national directors for over 25 years, have started this movement and now they're stepping away. They're still pastoring a local vineyard church, but they're handing off the the work of national leadership. And um, it was a real joy to be there at this occasion. Nicole and I have been working with the New Zealand leadership team for over the course of the year 
and helping them navigate some of the questions and the hurdles and the challenges that all of that brings. And it was a real joy to be able to be there with them and, and pray the blessing of God over them as that transition takes place. And um, just there's two pictures there. Wanted to send, um, they, they said, please make sure you, they send their greetings and their love to you. The first is Bob and Penny Fulton. Bob and Penny, on the top left corner there, Bob and Penny, uh, uh, Penny is Carol Wimber's sister. And, um, and Bob is uh, the brother-in-law of the Wimbers, of John and um, Carol. And um, Bob and Penny, if you read anything of the history of the long, long story of the vineyard movement, it was these guys in a lounge room together that first experienced the refreshing visitation of the Holy Spirit that then birthed a movement called the Vineyard. And so um, those guys, they're still at it. They're still at it. They still love doing small group. They still love leading people to Christ. They still love leading people to be equipped in the work of the Holy Spirit. But their, their, their primary message is the, pre- the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit. And they just are a wonderful illustration of people following Jesus in the power of the Spirit. They said to send their love. Some of you may know them. Some of them, they just you're looking at them and going, complete strangers. That's quite all right. You're part of their story, believe it or not. <laughs> and, um, but Bob and Penny sent, uh, sent, sent their love. And the other guy there in the top right-hand corner, Gary Best, he used to be the National Director of Vineyard Canada. He's been here at Pine Rivers Vineyard a way back and uh, has served a number of times helping Australia establish a vineyard movement. And Gary, it was in New Zealand, and it was great to see him. And um, he also wanted to send his love to you guys. That was a real privilege to be there at that special occasion and that celebration. What we saw God doing there as well um, was we saw, again, the new national director coming in, Dave, Dave and Lizzie McGregor. Let me just pop them up there. That's them in the middle there. Dave and Lizzie come from Christchurch in New Zealand. They've got a fantastic um, church down there in Christchurch called Grace Vineyard Church. And those guys, um, as they're stepping into this role, um, in, have invi- invited us to come and speak into that. And the first message that those guys spoke was they said, we want everyone to know, as, the, as your new national leaders, we want everyone to know that the priority message for us is we need the empowering presence of the Holy Spirit to do the ministry of Jesus today. And that was, their, that was their stake in the ground. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, we've just spent two weeks pro- teaching and equipping and proclaiming that very same message here in Australia. And we're just so thankful that the Lord has um, knit our hearts together with the Kiwis in this season. And so you'll probably see a bit of visitation of Kiwis coming this way and Aussies going that way to bless and build each other up as, uh, as we keep doing this journey together. But their message of... Um, the power of the Holy Spirit. Nick and I had to do a, um, a, a series of a workshop on leadership for the long haul and uh, what it means to lead over the long haul. And then the last on the last night, um, they asked if I would bring together the whole conference and then send them out the door. And so we did that. And um, I'll just set the scene for that. Nick might want to just talk, make some comments about that in a minute. But um, I just invited them and I said, look, guys, I can't give you anything other than what God's given us. 
What we've learned in Australia over the last three years, that's all we have to give away. Otherwise, it's not our story. And so I just invited them to come and receive from the plate that we have that God's given us. And as we did that, we spoke about the fruitfulness of God's work in the Australian vineyard. And we spoke about the, the nearness of the Father. We spoke about a life in the Spirit. We spoke about the compelling reality of Jesus Christ and learning to live on the threshold as the kingdom of God continues to advance in our lives. And so we just offered that out. And it was just amazing to see a room of 400 people get lit up in the Holy Spirit. It was amazing. Um, at one point there, I was talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so I just said, let's take a minute just to, if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, just right where you are, stand up. And so, I don't know, like a bunch of people stood up and then we invited the Holy Spirit to come. And before you know it, it was just like the room was rolling in laughter across the whole auditorium. And I was just like, oh my goodness, Lord, what are we doing here? What, how are we going to like navigate our way to the finish line on this one? Because it was like just the laughter was huge. People were getting set free. People were getting delivered. Anyway, we eventually... And then I was like, okay, well, we're just going to press on a little bit. If you're still receiving that, just keep receiving that. And we're going to press on a little bit. And as I tried to press on, I started to teach into my next teaching point. And then the Holy Spirit just, it was like a, a backlash of the Holy Spirit or something. It came from the, from the crowd and just came up the stage and literally just whomped over the top of me. And I was just, I just lost it. I was just laughing my head off. I'm like, I'm supposed to be teaching here. I'm like just laughing. And anyway, it was just like the Lord was teaching me about being wild and free in the Holy Spirit, being wild and free in the Holy Spirit. And so I just want to, um, it was a great time there in New Zealand. God took what he's been blessing us with as a nation to bless another nation of people. It was a, a privilege to be there in that moment. Nick, did you want to have anything more to say about that? I've got a lot of notes here, but Kirk said a lot of my notes, which is great. Um, I've got two points um, that actually I feel like the Holy Spirit wants to minister into this morning, um, if that's all right, um, around some teaching that we heard. Um, as Kirk said, David McGregor, the incoming national director, did the opening session at conference, and he was just talking about not... Not, no, yep, not denying um, our birthright as the vineyard, presence and power, presence and power. And I thought, you know, God really wants us to hear that message because we had just done a conference in Australia and then w when I compared the teaching notes, I'm a note taker because it'll go in and out if I don't take notes. Uh, when I compare my notes, it's like this is a really similar message. Th thank you. This is a really similar message to what God was trying to tell us here in Australia. And I thought, you know, I've got kids and for parents who are in the room, sometimes you have to tell your kids the same message or teach them the same lesson many, many times. 
And that's what God's like with us, that he wants us, if we don't quite understand his heart or how he's created us to be, he wants to remind us, you know, when you've got children, you want to call that out in them. You see the potential in them. You see um, what their life could be and you want to speak empowering words over them. And that's what I feel like God is doing in both of our nations, just again, reminding the vineyard of our birthright of presence and power of God. And he said this one line, do we want to be a people who live in the river, the flow and the presence and power of God, or do we want to be a people who just know where the map of the river is? And so I just want to encourage you today um, that I feel like the Holy Spirit wants to minister into that and encourage you to jump into the river with God. Um, the other teaching that spoke to me um, was uh, Gary Best. He did uh, devotions in the mornings of both days of the session. And the first one, he talked about the compelling nature of vision, living in the vision that God has for our lives. And that when God gives us a compelling vision, it can be so crystal clear way down the track, like, over the end of the horizon. You see the end goal of that vision of where God wants to take you. But actually, upfront first steps, it's very blurry. It's incredibly blurry. God sometimes doesn't fully give you all the details until you step into it. And I feel like it's linked a little bit with Jules's word this morning about the, the 3D glasses and, you know, when you don't have 3D glasses on, the image is blurry. Um, so I also feel like the Holy Spirit might want to minister to people who feel like God's given them a vision and they're compelled by it, but either they don't know where to start, they don't know the first steps that God wants them to take, or... You really want God to give you a vision, but you can't hear from him or you don't know what that is. We're going to to minister into that in a minute. But in terms of preparation for that, so presence, power and vision. We're going to minister into that. But to set the the scope for that, um, Bo, could I just get you to put this little video up? This is a, a video that um, we saw at National Conference and it's put together by a group called The Bible Project. If, you've, if you're ever looking to learn about the things of the Bible and you're a visual audio learner and reading words is hard for you, go on to The Bible Project. These guys are amazing and how they've brought together all these different books of the Bible, the stories of the Bible, the overarching narrative of the Bible. And in this little video, it goes for four minutes and then we're going to minister off the back of it. Um, but it's, it's, it's all about the person of the Holy Spirit and how in the sending of the Holy Spirit, God was fulfilling a story and a reality of his planning from the very beginning about his empowering presence in his creation. And so, have we got that up there? Okay, let's just watch this together for four minutes. Thanks, mate.
How good is that? How good is that? One of the things that we did in Sydney at our national conference was we took time to read Acts chapter 2 where the Holy Spirit was poured out on all flesh, men, women, children, slaves and free. The Holy Spirit was poured out and came upon people's lives. And then Peter stood up when that happened and he said, hey guys, this is just like the prophet Joel said would happen one day. The empowering presence of God would be fulfilled and would come on all flesh. And one of the things that we in the vineyard really give ourselves to is the understanding that we are a people of the Spirit and that we need the Spirit to do the ministry of Jesus today as we partner with God in bringing the good news of his kingdom to all of creation and to everyone on it. So this morning, we are going to pray for the Holy Spirit to come and fall again upon you and upon us. So Nicole had a word for that this morning. There were two words, power and presence, and then vision. Power, presence, and vision. But let's just stand first and foremost. Let's stand first and foremost and invite the Holy Spirit. Let's just invite the Holy Spirit to come.